Hey doll, reading and reacting to a creepypasta I found online. If you don't know what a creepypasta is, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> the sound of the doorbell echoed through my empty house like a banshee's wail. It was Halloween night and I was alone, not by choice, but because it was my ex's turn to take our kids, Lily and Ben, trick-or-treating. The custody agreement was part of the divorce proceedings. Usually is. Though I found it hard, I was getting used to the echoing silence of her once lively home. Wait, so you got the marital home, but not the kids? Usually, usually the kids stay in <laughs> marital, like the original home, right? Also echoing silence. silence. When the doorbell rang, I was hoping to see Lily and Ben at the door. Their faces lit up with joy and their bags heavy with candy. Instead, I found an empty porch. Puzzled, I closed the door, thinking it was some kids playing a prank. Not really the point of Halloween for kids. Like, they dress up and ring your doorbell on purpose. The doorbell rang again. Rushing to answer it, expecting to see my children, I found nothing. Just the chilling October wind that seemed to whisper their names. Lily. This repeated throughout the night the doorbell ringing and each time there was no one there. Stop answering the door doll. These kids are not getting Halloween. <laughs> Just don't answer the door. By midnight I was frustrated. Ooh. <laughs> Frightened and worried about my children. Their mother hadn't called and they hadn't come by like they were supposed to. The worry nibbled at my sanity and every ring of the doorbell twisted the knife of dread in my gut. The next day, the town was a whirlwind of fear and confusion. The local news reported multiple cases of missing children from the night before. My heart skipped several beats. As the newscaster read the names of the missing, but to my relief, Lily and Ben weren't among them. Still, the relief was fleeting. I tried calling my ex and the kids, but was met with a voicemail each time. Panic gnawed at my insides, leaving me a hollow husk of a man. I decided to drive over to my ex's place, desperate to know where our children were. Aren't you, <laughs> aren't you concerned about your ex also? Like you haven't heard from her. Like I know you're divorced, but <laughs> like actually maybe your kids are fine, but it's their mother is gone their mother isn't answering her phone why like the disregard for your ex-wife when i arrived the house was eerily silent there were no signs of laughter no television noise no signs of life the windows were dark the front lawn strewn with halloween decorations i banged on the door praying for an answer but none came I called out for my children, but my voice was swallowed up by the ominous silence. <gasps> a chilling realisation started to creep up on me. Something was terribly wrong. We're only figuring this out now. <laughs> I broke down the door and what I found inside froze the blood in my veins. The house was empty, eerily quiet, and there was a coldness to it that seemed to seep into my bones. Ew. My ex was nowhere to be found. The kids' rooms were untouched, their beds unslept in. It was as if they disappeared into thin air. Oof. 
Suddenly, I remembered the doorbell, the incessant ringing from the night before. A feeling of dread settled over me. Were my kids trying to reach me? Why couldn't I see them? Why were they now missing? Now missing? What? Why were they now? But they were, weren't they missing before? Like, how long has this been? Also, did you hear the doorbell? Or are you remembering the doorbell? What? The questions swirled in my head, intertwining with the fear and the crippling uncertainty. The silence of the house echoed the silence of my life without my children. And it was the most horrific thing I'd ever experienced. I feel like horrific is the wrong adjective here. Like horrific is like quite visual in it. Like I feel like it's an overwhelming feeling. With trembling hands, I dialed the police, reporting my children and their mother missing. As I sat in the empty house, wait, aren't we going to hear what the police had to say? It's their job to send out an alert. See, this is the part where there needs to be a twist, like a big reveal. It's very one note so far. The dim light from the setting sun casting long, menacing shadows. The doorbell rang again, but this time, I was terrified to answer. My life had taken a horrifying turn. The doorbell, once a symbol of my children's happiness and innocence. How is a doorbell the sign of your children's happiness and innocence? <laughs> like, did they play with the doorbell? Didn't they have toys and a television? <laughs> nope. Only the doorbell makes my Lily and Ben happy and innocent. Somehow, the doorbell, once a symbol of my children's happiness and innocence, had now turned into a monstrous, chilling sound that echoed the emptiness and terror of my life. Days turned into weeks and there was still no sign of Lily, Ben or their mother. Who does not have a name? By the way, she's not important enough to have a name. Could have just called her like Sarah or Mary or something. The police were at a loss. They'd searched the house, the surrounding areas, spoken to neighbours, but all leads hit a dead end. Every night I returned to my empty home, the silence deafening, silence. the doorbell haunting me. The sound echoed in my dreams, morphing into a nightmarish symphony that jolted me awake in the early hours of the morning drenched in cold sweat and shivering with fear. The townsfolk began whispering, pointing fingers. The word suspect and guilty started floating around. Suspect. I was becoming a pariah in my own town. Guilty. The missing children had created an atmosphere of fear and suspicion. And my own loss made me a prime target for their angst. But if loads of children in the town have gone missing and yours have gone missing, then why are the the townsfolk singling you out? Like, isn't everyone a suspect? What are you doing that's so weird, freak? But the real horror was inside me. The fear of not knowing where my children were was eating me alive, turning me into a hollow shell. You said that already. Every knock, every ring made me jump. My heart pounded in my chest as if ready to burst. One night, while sitting in the dark, staring at old photos of Lily and Ben. Old photos? <laughs> How long has it been? What is this time frame? What is the time span? Has it been years? Days? Like, also photographs? Do people still print photographs? 
The doorbell rang. It was late, well past midnight, and the sheer unexpectedness of the sound sent shivers down my spine. I approached the door, the dread heavy in my stomach. As I reached out for the doorknob, I felt an inexplicable chill. How is it inexplicable? You already said you had shivers. You are obviously nervous about opening the door. You keep saying this. Explain it. Explicable. I opened the door, expecting the usual emptiness. But instead, I found a small plastic bag on the doorstep. Inside the bag were two things. A small, worn-out teddy bear that belonged to Lily. And a superhero mask that was Ben's favourite. Seeing their precious belongings, my heart sank. Tears stung my eyes as I clutched the items close, feeling a part of my soul shatter. The silence of the night seemed to mock. No. See, we need a twist. We're going back to the silence of the house and the doorbell. Who left this bag? Was it Slenderman? Is it the victim? Is it a ghost? Is it uh, Is it the kidnapper? Was it you? Are you leaving it the whole time? We need a twist. Two one note. Two two one note. The silence of the night seemed to mock my despair. Here we go with the silence again. The realization hit me like a ton of bricks. I thought you already realized I was living a parent's worst nightmare. The doorbell continued to ring intermittently throughout the night. Each ring was like a punch in the gut, a cruel reminder of my loss. I didn't know who or what was causing it, but the sound had become the soundtrack to my horror-filled existence. The following day, the police visited me. Okay, so it's been like a few days. They'd found my ex's car abandoned on a rural road. There was no sign of her or the children and no clues to their whereabouts. Okay, let's get out there. Let's go find these kids. Who took them? We need to organize a search party. Oh, no, wait. We're just going to talk about the silence again. The disappearance of my children, the unexplained doorbell, the whispers of the town and the unbearable silence in my home. It was all a living nightmare. The worst part was the guilt. Did you do it? The gnawing thought if only I had been there that Halloween night, my children might still be with me. Been where? But the ex was with them. Are you blaming her? Are you blaming her for the children going missing? She's missing too. I clung to the teddy bear and mask, the last remnants of my children. The objects seemed to radiate their absence, their laughter, their joy, their innocence. <laughs> I thought that was the doorbell's job. They were cruel reminders of the reality I was living. Every time the doorbell rang, I'd rush to answer, hoping against hope that I'd find Lily and Ben standing there. But all I ever found was an empty porch and the cold, uncaring wind. The terror wasn't in monsters, ghosts or ghouls. It was in the emptiness, the uncertainty and the cruel hope that the doorbell instilled in me every time it rang. The real horror is living every day without my children in a world that had turned cold and frightening. And that was a horror no one should ever have to endure. The real, like, are you answering a question? The real horror? Oh, doll, this is so pathetic. It's so pathetic. And so my life became a terrifying tale of loss and fear. A horror story that unfolded with every ring of the doorbell. You know what you need to do? You need to get a door knocker. Okay, so credit for this 
creepypasta goes to Time Warp Terror. I believe the title of this creepypasta is Unanswered Doorbell, but you but did answer the door. <laughs> Link in the description if you want to read it yourself. I mean, it was okay. Nothing really happened. Sort of said the same thing over and over again. Like just, it was silent. Uh, there was a doorbell and emptiness. There was no character development, no suspect, no plot twist, no big reveal. Like maybe it was him and he was dead the whole time and he was trapped in the house with the doorbell. Good first draft, I think. Keep working on it. It has potential. I believe online it was rated six out of 10. I agree, yeah. Uh, okay, slam. Sleep well, I guess.